The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Raising teens alone can be brutal. It becomes easier when you are co-parenting with the universe. Welcome to Co-Parenting with the Universe. This is your host, Muriel Felous. And I hope that you are having an excellent week. We are still in February, so it's still the month of love, and as promised in the past uh, few episodes, we are going to talk today about self-love. And to be more specific, we're going to talk about using gentle conversations to self-love. Yes, I made it a verb. Why not? So... The way I see it, thoughts, the thoughts that we have, the thoughts that we entertain, the thoughts that we support uh, or decide to energize and follow through are like conversations we have with ourselves. They're like self-talk. And what I want to ask you today is, do you use the supportive and loving side of the stick to talk to yourself? What do I mean? If you are familiar with Abraham Hicks, they explain that any topic is like a neutral stick. And you have on one hand the positive high vibration way of thinking and feeling about it. And on the other side, the less positive, the more the lower vibration way of thinking and emoting about it. So that's what I mean today. And the way I am going to describe that is you have the typical, the neutral topic, like a line, like a stick, and on each side of that stick, each, each side of that line, you have an archetype. And it's about developing awareness about which archetype do you embrace, like an actress, you know, that would choose a role and enter the skin of that role. Which archetype do you adopt, accept, activate when you think about that topic. So if we're talking about your self-image, for example, are you in the archetype of the lover or are you in the archetype of the bully or the hater? In some cases, this is really hate the way we talk to ourselves. Let's be frank. 
or the way we used to talk to ourselves if we have worked on changing those patterns. And even though we may be able, a parenthesis here, we may be able to change the archetype regarding a certain topic about ourselves in one aspect of ourselves, and we may be embracing the archetype of a hater in a different aspect of ourselves. It's not... Um, across all aspects. And if we do, please, 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 let's start with accepting where we are and accepting ourselves with no judgment, just doing an assessment of where we are and being gentle and compassionate with ourselves. That's where we are now with what we knew in the past, with what we practiced in the past. And that was up to this point. And now that we brought some light to it, now that we brought some awareness to it, we can catch ourselves the next time we're going to look at ourselves and say, oh my God, I don't know, like, I'm so blank, feel the blank, away a form that you, a way that you hate yourself. Become aware of that and right away when you catch yourself, put your hand on your heart and have some compassion. And I would say in French, oh ma chérie, that's okay, that's where you were. So you can tell yourself, sweetheart, it's okay. You can let go of that now. Really send love to yourself because this is so aggressive and mean what we do to ourselves sometimes, but we don't know better. We have never practiced another way. We have never learned another way. So now is the time to bring some love to that. So if we talk about subject like topics like eating healthy, for example, are you approaching that from the, archety uh, the archetype of the enforcer? And of course, with no perfection. I didn't say the, the perfectionistic enforcer. No, the enforcer, the one that will create the change and make sure that we do what we say we would do. Or the bully, the one what, that will beat ourselves up with that stick <laughs> and really be mean to ourselves, be judging ourselves, beating ourselves up, hating ourselves up, or any other form of that. Which archetype do you take about your decision to eat healthy? Which archetype do you embrace if you decided to lose weight, the enforcer or the bully? Which archetype do you energize and listen to that because it's very funny. If you decided to be more spiritual and less judgmental, are you bullying yourself with a ton of judgment about not being judgmental? Or are you catching yourself? Are you the enforcer that say, hey, I just saw, you know, those old-fashioned uh, policemen with the whistle. So you whistle 
That means you bring awareness, you stop yourself, you intervene, because sometimes you need a little bit of push. It's not, not everything is about being gentle and, and that should feel good. Sometimes we need to be like uh, the parent of a toddler taking ourselves, our fingers out of the socket from the wall. Sometimes we need to be forceful like that, not in a bad way, but we need an intervention. I know I do when I, I'm currently um, working on letting go of sugar and letting go of, of munching when I shouldn't. And sometimes I have to learn to say no to myself. And we're going to talk about that uh, in another episode because that no has several angles. We'll talk about that later. So, are you the enforcer or the bully? No matter what change you want to make in your life, no matter how you want to look at yourself, no matter what the topic is about yourself, which archetype do you energize? So develop some awareness around that. That will help you a lot. And I'm going to give you some steps. So if you want to have more gentle conversations with yourself, even though you want maybe to change something, developing awareness is step one. The next step, like we mentioned it, acceptance. Be neutral with what is. And sometimes you're going to need step three, an intervention and an emotional rerouting. Because you won't be able to accept it right away. You have strong judgment about it. Uh, let's say if we're talking about eating healthy or not yelling at your kid and you just raised your voice because you lost it or you you were triggered and you were not able to uh, to respond instead of react you're going to feel bad about that you may not be able to accept it right away so intervention will be uh, required and that's where tapping is powerful and I'm going to put the, this, the link to a tapping video that I'm recording about self-acceptance, acceptance of what is, acceptance of myself just as I am now. And maybe you are unable to accept yourself, so you're willing to accept yourself. You're willing. And if you want a video, you can look at that video. Otherwise, you can just tap on the tapping point and just say, even though I still yell at my kids, even though I still eat sugar, way too much sugar, even though I still smoke, even though I can't be consistent with my meditation, even though I still judge people, I accept what is. And I'm willing to accept myself exactly as I am. And you're going to repeat that sentence until you feel neutral. 
in your body until you feel that you can accept what is. Step four, decide to change. Decide, that means you cut any other possibility. You will change. You will make that happen. It, it won't happen in one day, but you will make that happen. And that means that you will have to intervene on yourself, like we said, to stop yourself when you do it, tap to get neutral, and perhaps to pre-map future occurring. Pre-map the future occurring of the bully approach. Because let's say you are you're going to relapse maybe with the whatever you're trying to change. It won't happen in one day. Habits take time to install, to get installed. So pre-map the future occurring in a way that you will have, first of all, forgiveness for yourself in advance. Forgiving yourself forward. From now on, I forgive myself for where I know I'm going to mess up. We talked about that in a, in a prior episode. I think in this podcast, or maybe that was my previous podcast, if it was not in this one, we will redo an episode on that, about forgiveness, forgiving yourself forward. And that means you're going to tap on it. You see yourself maybe relapsing. You see yourself maybe even bullying yourself because you forgot that you made a decision and that's your habit. And you tap on loving and accepting yourself anyway. On forgetting yourself in advance. On forgetting, forgiving yourself. Did I say forget? I meant forgive. On forgiving yourself no matter what. And you can be super specific with your specific scenario. Even though I beat myself up. Or even though I may still one day beat myself up for not meditating enough. I love and accept myself Anyway, even though I may not meditate enough, I will have days where I don't meditate and when, my, when I'm hard on, you, on myself, I forgive myself in advance. All is well. I'm at peace with myself. I'm giving you affirmations now. Like a good parent, I am intervening on myself. I am safe. I am pulling my fingers out of the socket. All is well. I am safe. I am forgiving myself. I am forgiven. Whatever you have to do to prepare yourself to be more neutral about things and to decide to change and to not give up on change the next time you're going to relapse.
It's just a relapse. It's not the I give up, it's impossible. And the fifth step is strategize. Become, embrace the enforcer like, like a good sport coach. Prepare the terrain, terrain for success. For example, if you decided to go to the gym four times a week and you know that it's hard for you and you know that you find excuses, you neutralize the excuses in advance. If, let's say, it's hard for you to pick what you're going to wear to go to the gym and sometimes you use it as an excuse to not go, you prepare your clothes the day before and you prepare clothes that you know you're going to love wearing. You prepare the music you're going to love listening to when you go to exercise. You look for fun ways to exercise. And don't tell me there is none because dance is a form of exercise. And if you dance for half an hour and you move a lot and you really move, even if it's in your house, this is still exercise. If you go and you walk in your street you don't even have to walk that fast, but it's still exercise. If you decide to go for a walk, sometimes I do that in the park, and I focus on the song, the singing of the birds. This is something that I love. This is a fun way to exercise. So it's a way to strategize, to put as much chances on your side to stick with your decision of becoming the enforcer to stick with your decision to have gentle conversations with yourself to stick with your decision to not bully yourself anymore and not hate yourself with your thoughts you forgive yourself in advance for the future episodes of bullying and you strategize so you do what you said you would do and you don't have to even um, you don't have to bully yourself you are the enforcer um, if we're talking about yelling at your kid and you want to let go of that and you don't and you don't want to feel like crap after it happens strategize Prime your brain before you come home, for example. I, I, when I used to work outside of the house and I was coming back in the garage and I could feel, I, at a certain point I realized that my body was completely tense just before I came home because I knew I would find a mess, because I knew uh, there would be things that I asked the kids to do and they didn't do. So before it even happened, I was stressed. So I took the habit of stopping a street away, conditioning myself, priming myself before the interaction with my kids. I was reminding myself why I love them. I was running the whole list in my mind before I even entered the house. So strategize, 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 so that you don't have to, you don't catch yourself bullying yourself. Strategize before, 
you know, you go, we're going to mess up. We're not perfect. So before you even go into that archetype of the bully, teach yourself to have a few seconds before you even react to yourself. That's the hardest thing, but it can be done. It can be done because I've done it myself and I see my clients doing it. And it won't be 100% across all the areas of your life. But the more we do it, the better we know how to do it, the more areas we do that in. And it's like a habit. We can let go of the habit of beating ourselves up. We can. I even catch my, I, I used to catch my kids when they were saying, oh, I'm so stupid. And I was like, no, you're not. Don't say that about yourself. I know it may seem a little bit over the top, but you are installing um, an intervention and an awareness on yourself. The sixth step is celebrate each little success. Every time you stop yourself on your way to bully yourself, hug yourself. Do a mirror affirmation. I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy you were able to do that, to stop yourself. If you want, even involve your friends and ask them for hugs and words of affirmation and recognition that you stop yourself. You stopped yourself before you just were going to do it. And at the beginning, it's not even going to be that. It's going to be you became aware that you just did it and, and you won't do that anymore. Because maybe you're going to have to reaffirm your decision to not do that anymore before you're actually able to stop yourself before. Sometimes you're going to stop yourself just as you're doing, in, doing it, just as you're beating yourself up. In the middle of it, you're going to say, nope, that's my old story. And have your friends give you hugs about that. Tell them. Go for a, I don't know, go for a meal to celebrate with them. And the last step is come and tell us about it. So you can, you can tell us about it on Instagram, below the episode. You can come to tell us on Facebook for a little bit more privacy in the Facebook group co-parenting with the universe, you can send me a private message with your story, how you stop yourself, and I can mention it in the, in the next episode in, or in the future episodes. I don't even have to give your name if you don't want to. You can give me a nickname so you'll know I'm talking about you, but nobody else will know. Because you need to hear words of recognition and affirmation and congratulations and I would love for those words to come from me. And really, last but not least, we have a brain that I always call a beautiful, a beautiful machine. And in this case, it's a beautiful habit machine that you can train to serve you instead of play against you. You can have... I don't know if you say habit. In French, it's habitué, which means create a, a habit. Um, 
you can create the habit for your brain to support you, to say goodbye to the bully, to embrace the enforcer because sometimes we need a little bit of push, but certainly not bullying, and to have some gentle conversations with yourself. When you're, if you're a parent, if you're listening to that, I know you're a parent, Sometimes you need to have hard conversations with your kids, but it doesn't mean that you're going to be mean to them. You're just going to have to push them a little bit. Tough love. We sometimes need to do that to ourselves, but not bully ourselves. So that's the episode for today. I'm sending you much love and we'll see each other with the next episode. Bye for now. Do you want to deepen your connection to the divine, speed up your progress on the spiritual path, then tune in to the Spirit Matters podcast. I'm the host, Philip Goldberg, and I interview experts with wisdom, insight, and practical guidance for every seeker of truth. Spirit Matters on the mindbodyspirit.fm network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.